come on. Come on. To episode two of Manish, and I said it like that because I know I don't know why you gotta like I think it's whimsical and fun. It is whimsical, and you've got to like you know emphasize it. The real reason is because we just set up our Gmail um, email, Gmail email, and the only one that we could get was Manish with two ends. So M A N N I S H dot the whole dynamic S T L. At gmail.com. So please, for the love of everything holy, send us your hate mail. Send us your... Or send us your love mail. Well, yeah. not that. Not Tips, love mail. Tricks, whatever. But yeah. you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I hate Jason so much, I might send in hate mail to him. So, yeah, uh, we're hopeful that people will send in their their uh, thoughts, uh, tips, any stories that you would like us to share. Oh, yeah, that would be good. That would be good. So, on uh, episode two, we have the lovely and the beautiful voiced John Strauss. Hey guys. Hey guys, this is John. This is John. This is just my natural voice. It's my natural voice. Sound like I should be in a commercial voiceover. For Old Spice. He would be an Old Spice guy. He would be. Yeah. So John is great. John is yeah. going to talk to us about uh, lawn care, things like that. So we're going to learn about that. We're going to share some fun news stories and yeah. uh, some movie quotes, yeah. as always. So enjoy. Or don't. We don't care. Email we do, us. We do care. I mean... We, we do care, but we, do care. we also would love to read some hate mail. All right, everybody. Welcome to another edition of our podcast, which we have uh, come up with a name. We have. Uh, and so we are excited about that. And we are uh, we are calling ourselves, Shane, do you want to tell everybody who we what are? Did we, what did we decide on? Oh, God. Man-ish. Man-ish. Welcome to the Man-ish podcast. Man-ish. I am Jason. I'm Shane. And then we have a, a special guest with us today. Um, hello, hello. Mr. John Strauss. John's got an amazing voice. He does Thank have you. an amazing voice. He's also got a great beard. Thanks. Whoa. Yeah, he do, he's he got a great beard. If you go I mean, back to episode one of the Manish show, which was just one episode ago, you will hear that Jason did not compliment my beard uh -oh. one time. That is correct. He actually said that my beard sucked. Uh, I didn't say that, but there is something that I need to explain okay. or I need to qualify uh -huh. or correct. I'm sure you do. So last time we were talking about movie quotes, which we're going to get to some movie mm -hmm. quotes here in a little to bit. To set this up, we had the fact checkers just banging down our door. That is, that is true. And... Uh, I misspoke, and I said I was referring to the original Rambo movie, mm -hmm. and I was saying Last Blood, uh, and it was not Last Blood. It's <clears throat> it was actually First, first Blood. Was there a Rambo Last Blood? Yeah, there was. Is that the is that the newest one? Yes, that is the newest one. What year was that put out? The oh, most recent one? 2019, yeah. 2020, maybe? Yeah, probably 20, 2018, 2019. Yeah. I want to say 2019. Did Rambo like, need a walker in that movie? No. no. He's like in caves. No, Unless. yes. Well, so it's no. A very, so, very 
gory. Yeah, no, yeah, very brutal. Mm. But no, he, he lured the uh, Mexican cartel back onto yes. his land That's what that he had. And so he set a trap. Yes, he did. Well, I think yeah. they... I, mean, I, it's I kind of want to give. I don't know. Spoiler alerts here, but yeah, yeah. I think I mean, it's been a couple of years. So, what's the, so this is a great question. Murdered people? No, yeah. somebody. His family. I thought his granddaughter. Yeah, daughter so he got was getting murdered. revenge. Yeah, revenge. Yeah, it was like his his great niece or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, so what is his this? great niece? That's how old Rambo was. <laughs> yeah. Well, Six. I guess I better uh, wake up this morning and I only get see my her every niece. third Christmas. <laughs> yeah. <but laughs> Been busy Haven't people. seen the grandkids in six months. No, they never so, come by. So what's the statute of limitations on like spoiler? Because I mean that movie's been out for two years. That's well, true. hold on. That's We've had true. COVID too, so people who They've have not that. been out and doesn't don't know that there was a life outside their home might not know. Although you know what? For those people, it's time to get out. It Let's spoil this out. movie. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, I would. Agree. I, I I really think that anything that's six been months? out for like. Six months or more, right? Absolutely. I mean, Especially you can now say spoiler, but theater and if you're streaming it, that's right. what they've been coming out like that. If you haven't seen a movie at this point with the streaming capabilities, especially yeah. through COVID, then you just didn't want to watch it. And I'm sorry, I can't help you. That's true. I would, I would yep. agree with that. Yep. I would agree. And with if that. you call it like spoiler, spoiler alert: off. Jason is about to ruin Rambo <laughs> saving his great, great, great. I just wanted to correct. It wasn't in a cave. It was on the uh, tunnels and trenches tunnels, of yeah. his of his property. So Where's he, his property at Russia? No, yeah, it's it like, like in like Utah or Idaho, Utah somewhere or like Iowa, something. That was like his hobby, by the way, too. Is luring people in and murdering them to save his grandkids? No, just digging the tunnels, and then they became such a useful okay tool and luring him. Right, right. Sounds so, like Rambo's the guy driving around in the white van. I got some candy for you, kids. <laughs> this is what happens when Rambo gets old. He turns into a creeper. Uh, right. No, so it was 2019 is uh, Rambo Last Blood. So the, the official title is Rambo colon Last Blood. Oh, I thought you were going to say like colon cancer because he's old. Hey. That's horrible. We can't joke about cancer. Okay. Is that, that is what, that was on the list. That was on the list. We have a list. Yeah, I haven't seen this email list. To you. Okay. Yeah. Right. So I'm trying to find the the year of first blood. I think I said 1983. It's actually 1982. Mm. 1982 is year. first blood, which I should remember because it's the same year as Rocky Three. Okay. I was like, when was the what first was your Rocky? favorite Rocky? I. I like the that's a, that's I like a the Drago. One. Well, we're gonna you yeah like the Drago. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I like that one. Yeah, I like when he goes and trains and the you know they make him train yeah. in the up in the hills at that little that shack. was in Russia. Yeah, 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 that one was that yeah. one was. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure. I go back and forth. I I, I think my default answer to this has got to be the second one. Mm. Okay, mm. I do like how him and Apollo formed a friendship. Yes, right. That's right. every guy's fairy tale. Like the two guys that are fighting become BFFs. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I would say it's every guy's fairy tale. Yeah, yeah. I, I was just being sarcastic. That's where the ish comes you in and the man-ish. Yeah. Why don't you get one? That's the ish part. That's the ish part. All right, why don't, why don't you read us some headlines from right. this week? Let's, so, let's hear what's going on in the world. On this second episode of the podcast, or I like to call episode two Ooh. in the biz. Episode two. So I guess we really are releasing episode one now. Uh, eventually, I still got to finish putting it together. Well, I know, but and if, if that one, I mean like, somebody else. 
if if that one stinks and we want to make this one the first episode, I guess I'm going to be honest with you. Counts out. We, of the we're going to break the third wall and talk about what we're doing right now. I feel like this is going pretty well. I, mean, I agree. I agree. It feels good. John apparently doesn't agree. He's just not. Do what? <laughs> just, just like just I don't know why I'm comments. here or why I yeah. volunteered for this. Guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to hear from John. Uh, we we brought him in for for his expertise. On something mm, to teach know. us how to something be manly. Something on how to be manly. Right, yeah. right. But let's hear the uh, let's hear the headlines of the week. What's going All right, on? So here's what we got out of Houston. Houston, Houston, Houston Texas. Um, no, Houston, Tennessee. There Houston, is a Houston, Houston Tennessee. I think there, is a, there is a Houston, Tennessee. Yeah. And there's also a Houston, Missouri. There's probably a Houston of yeah. every. There's an Oregon, Missouri. I drove by there uh, over the summer on my way back from South Dakota. Interesting. I was like, oh, I think we made a wrong turn. No, that is Oregon, Missouri. Oh. <laughs> so Houston, Texas. So out of Houston, Houston police say crystal meth found in a breakfast burrito. Ooh. Homemade? <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> okay. Like homemade meth or homemade burrito? Oh, either. Isn't all meth homemade? I think that's uh, how I it became so, meth. Yeah. yeah. It's I mean, like, otherwise, isn't it like cleaner? Comet. <laughs> right. Comet and... <laughs> right. Breakfast, I love how this starts off. Breakfast burritos are delicious, but officers were surprised to find crystal meth inside of the one picture. Now, if you see the picture, there's a big burrito. You see this, the picture. Uh, Do you not have it? I didn't put the picture oh, in the video. It's a podcast. It's not a video Well, cast. yeah, but I'm here live, as is John. really don't care about what you want. Clearly. The smuggling attempt was revealed via an unattempted, an unidentified lump inside the food during a routine x-ray screening of Doesn't every breakfast burrito <laughs> have an unidentified lump? Depends on where uh, you get it from. McDonald's, there's a few there's unidentified lumps in there. You know what? So, sidebar. Remember, like, 15 years ago when somebody found a finger in Wendy's chili? Oh, and it ended up I being did. a cadaver finger from, like, really? a hospital? I do not remember that. How does no. that happen? Well, somebody, like, smuggled it out. And, like, they thought it would be, like, a funny prank. Oh, my However, gosh. here's my point. When, once I heard this story, my wife and I were, like, had this craving for Wendy's chili. Oh, that's weird. For, I, it was weird. <laughs> you know what I could go for now, sweetie? Some Wendy's, <laughs> Some Wendy's chili. Wendy's wasn't expecting that as a good advertising. Right. Right, 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 man. Right. All right. Sorry. I didn't mean to. Oh, well, but the, you were at Lump in Breakfast Burrito. Lump in Breakfast lump. Burrito. Um Food. During a routine x-ray screening on carry-on luggage on April 2nd, TSA officers asked to inspect it further, requesti- requesting the traveler to unwrap it. How do you like? How do you like? should have checked it. That's what he should have checked. Right. Yeah, should have checked that. If you're smuggling drugs, people, check it. Check the drugs. Don't even do if carry it's in on. a breakfast burrito. Come on, guys. Ugh. Do this the right way. Like you want to make money at smuggling meth? Don't carry on. Right. Right, you got to check that stuff. But here's my thing: if you're the TSA guy, excuse me, sir, I need you to unwrap that burrito. I know that's one of those things that, like, I never thought I would say that. <laughs> I don't get paid enough for this. Just take your burrito. I wonder if he was just curious of what the meat choice was, and then all of a sudden was like, "Well, there's Whoa, meth in here." Holy cow! He went with the meth option. Maybe he's like, "Sir, that's more than three ounces. You're gonna have to leave that behind." He was hungry. He skipped breakfast. Turns out he saved the streets from a gram of meth or whatever. Under protest, of course. Like, oh, sure. Under protest, a traveler unwrapped it. <laughs> That's my burrito. <laughs> no, sir. 
The trailer unwrapped it, and officers could see a dark object in the middle of a burrito. A second x-ray of the food revealed black tape and a large organic mass. I commented... Um, our, I'm sorry. It says, I commend the actions of our TSOs and supervisory TSO who noticed something wasn't quite right and for acting on their instincts. Their attention to detail and follow-up response led to the discovery of crystal meth, a dangerous and illegal substance. Thanks for pointing that out. Yeah, I was about to say. Like, <laughs> like, really? In this day and age, I Crystal think meth is illegal and dangerous? That is oh odd. Oh my gosh. Something new. <laughs> do, 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 do. What do you know? Um, that was that. That was not the more you know. That was uh, the Intel thing, wasn't it? Yeah. Do, 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 right. do. Okay. So the more you know is. Do, do, do. Uh, somebody what? pull up the more you know on All your right, phone, I'll figure please. This out. Figure that out for me. Uh, nothing that airport security airport security checkpoints in Houston across Texas are seeing. Noting, uh, man, I can't read. Noting that airport security checkpoints in Houston and across Texas are seeing significant increase in the number of departing travelers. Willis said the TSA continues to be focused on its core security mission to keep travelers safe and secure. Authorities notice black tape and dark dark wrapping around a large organic mass. Blah blah. blah. Okay, so we already read that. Thank you, TSA. There we go. Yes, the more you know. All right. So, kids, what did we learn today? <laughs> if you're gonna smuggle meth, don't check check your bag. Check your bags. Your bags. Check your bags. With the amount of money that you're probably going to make from the mess sale, you can you're not. That. Yeah. That's the problem. Is that it because it's so much money to check bags these days? They're yeah. like, Ooh. I'm just going to risk it, guys. into the profit. Now, if you were a real drug dealer, you would have just downed that burrito right there. And right. you would have muled that. I don't think do- right. dealers like. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. The you smuggler know? would be. Yeah. yeah. You'd yeah. have been like, you know what? I'll just. This will come out when I land. <laughs> <laughs> And it's a burrito, so it's, or, it's a burrito. Right. So it's probably not gonna. It's not gonna take be in all the long, time. Right. 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 It might come out pretty quick. You know right? Exactly. Uh, here's a good one. The groom goes to the wrong wedding venue, nearly marries a stranger in Indonesia. <laughs> yeah. Like, how does that happen? Yeah. Like, oh. what does it mean by like almost married? Oh, like, yeah. how do you like? Is this like a? Uh, is this like a Jacob and Rachel thing, like from the from the Bible, where he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, their co- their faces uh, are covered? Like, yeah. oh, dude, he totally could have been. Yeah, totally, because it, uh, it's in Indonesia. Yeah, right. do, they, do they wear face masks in Indonesia? I don't know. John like the whole Indonesia. Uh, I am not wedding tradition. Uh, look like you would be up on Indonesia. Just getting ready to read a book about that. Okay, <laughs> we'll, <laughs> we'll invite you back. We'll invite you back. You can update us on. Indonesian wedding traditions. You didn't recognize anybody in the crowd, though? Like, that doesn't look like... Oh, no, it goes into that. Like, how he screwed that up. He just thought his whole family was late, I think. So, a GPS snafu almost led to a groom to marry... Almost led a groom to marry the wrong woman in Indonesia. On April 4th, the groom, whose identity has not been disclosed, used Google Maps... Way to go, Google Maps! (laughs) ...to get to his wedding venue in Magaling... A, in central Java. I doubt you're saying any of that I correctly. Yeah. <laughs> like, li- nobody would have so known. Offensive. Anybody listening would have been like, really knows his stuff. And you're like, he doesn't know what he's saying, guys. He's screwing up all these words. Thank you. Or they know and they're like, where is he talking like, about? I don't sure understand is. any. That is, not, that is clearly Manglang. There's no end. Anywho, in central Java, 
Java as in coffee? No, Java as in the city. A city oh. in central Java. Gotcha. So How's that spelled? J-A-V-A. Hmm. Sound okay. Hmm. However, the engaged man wound up at the wrong address according to local outlets. Tribune News. They have a Tribune News in Indonesia? Of course they do. Instead of arriving at the venue where his wedding was supposed to take place, the groom and his entourage stopped at the house that was highlighted on the location app. Unbeknownst to the group, an engagement party was being hosted at the house for another couple, complete with loved ones and a photographer present. The groom's entourage reportedly shook hands with the family, <laughs> exchange offerings, oh and took what they thought were their seats. It was not clear to the two groups what that a mishap had occurred, since the groom's guests assumed that the attendees were already, already there were the family members of the bride. Meanwhile, the woman's family assumed the new arrivals were the family members of the fiancé. Fiancé and his family were actually late for the event, which didn't help either, according to the bride-to-be, Ulfa. This is like like the script to a charming romantic comedy. This is like <laughs> Indonesia Hallmark. Yes, it is. Like yeah. Tonight on the Indonesian Hallmark Channel. In Java. In Java. <laughs> Ulfa meets the man of her dreams. By mistake at going. her engagement party. I don't know why the guy or sounds is like it? that. Why did he sound like the nanny? <laughs> I'm the lost. Man. Can you direct me, Google? Uh, that is not an Indonesian yeah, person. I, I, I don't know what that sounds you like. You don't look like my. I don't know. Uh, she told Tribune News that she had been getting her makeup done at the time of her lost groom's arrival. Where was the real groom? Yeah. Was the real he groom? He was late. I just read that. He oh, was late. Sorry, I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> when the mis- you were coming up with an Indonesian redneck voice. <laughs> what would an Indonesian sound like? <laughs> I don't think we could do that without probably getting mm-hmm. in a lot of trouble right. in 2021. Right. But we can make fun of rednecks all we want. Absolutely. Welcome we to America. When the mistake was finally discovered, the groom and his wedding party promptly exited the home for their offer with their offerings. Go, 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 get out, guys! Go, get in the car. Who Just let start me the go car. Here. Open the door. Go. <laughs> the groom said that the share location point stopped near my house. Ulfa twenty seven told the Indonesian Indonesian news outlet. Sometimes the internet can shift us. It is not smooth. <laughs> or no, no, no! I'm sorry. Sometimes the internet can shift if it is not smooth. That make what? What kind of that smooth makes internet? No that's an Indonesian thing, like, right? That's how the it. internet works there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. What else we got? Here. All right. Belgian farmer mistakenly moves country's border with France. <laughs> <laughs> On May fourth. A Belgian farmer moved a 330-pound stone out of the path of his tractor and unwittingly changed the border between Belgium and France by seven and a half feet. Oh, man. Mm. Mayor David Lava of Aquilines? I'm pretty Mm -hmm. sure that's correct. Okay. Says says (laughs) historians walking in the area, which stones have been placed to mark the border between Belgium and France under the 1820 Treaty of Kortrijk, Notice one of the stones have been moved into Bozignusurat, France. This is you. You are butchering. I can't tell you what they put How do they call this? Did the you, pre- did you pre-read this? Did no, <laughs> I, I did pre-read this. Yes. So he moves a boulder. So he moves, moves a boulder, boulder with his tractor. Hold on. Lavo said the local farmer apparently moved the 330-pound stone out of the path of the tractor and did not return it to its original location. Mm. Belgium and our municipality are enlarged. 
The French don't agree, obviously. Gonna have to put these <laughs> the things French back in place. French agree with anything right. ever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love how he's like, the French don't agree, obviously. Uh, we're gonna, obviously. We're going to have to put this thing back in place. Lavoe said the farmer will not face any legal consequences if he returns the stone to its original position. I was happy my town was bigger, Lavoe <laughs> joked on French TV. But the mayor of the blah, French blah, probably French didn't like that. Did not agree. Right. Yeah, yeah. they don't like that. Uh, do we got? Do we have time for one? Yeah, we got plenty of time. This is our podcast. We can take as much time as we want. We could. I just don't know where our audience would be by the end. Of it. But go on. <laughs> All right. What else you got? Police find reported COVID nineteen violation was a mannequin. <laughs> <laughs> April thirtieth. Police called to a Nova Scotia restaurant on a report of. It's a all in Canada. Uh, what, yeah, what? Canada and uh, COVID. Like they Canada. are. Are we even allowed in Canada right now? Are I don't we still think like? So. I don't are think the so. Americans like? Ah, uh, sorry guys. I don't think so. Yeah, okay. no. This is like everything up in Canada. I think, like, I think they're like. Yeah, shut down and still. Yeah, like, they like. Yeah. Well, have you seen having that, cases and stuff? Yeah, that like priest or whatever. Like he was visited again and he like ran people off. It's like getting crazy mm. up there. Ooh. Yeah. Sorry, eh? Hey. Mm. I really thought that they'd be like, oops, sorry. Like, they're, apparently they're, not. Canada's yeah. getting tough. But yeah, Canada's getting tough. They're yeah. they're about to start looking at you sternly. <laughs> they are going to stop apologizing yeah, if you push them too far. Soon. <laughs> Y'all keep pushing this. And <laughs> Don't we push will us. Have, and we will get very curt with you. <laughs> we will say some stuff. Police called to a Nova Scotia restaurant reported a COVID-19 lockdown violation discovered the alleged illegal customer seated at the table is actually a mannequin. Mike Cormier, the, t- the owner of the Ardmore Tea Room in Halifax, said police visited his eatery Thursday morning after someone called to report someone was dining indoors at the facility in violation of shutdown orders. So someone reported this? Somebody reported them. And honestly, that that kind of angers me. I, I, I Let so the I'm mannequin have its freaking lunch. Right. Right. Unless it was like the mannequin. What was that movie from like the 80s where oh, it came to life? Well, I think it was Mannequin, I think was the name Mannequin was hot. What? What? Oh, you- serious <laughs> turn right there. This is... Or were you talking about the real life person it turned into or the mannequin? Uh, both. Oh, okay. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> when she turned into a live person, she was hot. I can't even... Who was in it? I Don't, don't look that okay. up. And then we're going to get like... <laughs> just move on. <laughs> No, no, look it up. We'll it was, this was it was great to sit here and talk about a mannequin. Now all of a sudden we get into Shane's <laughs> like this mannequin creepy. collection. Is that what <laughs> all those are in your basement? <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Do we really want to talk about collections in people's homes? Because John has the tiny hand soap. We no longer have those. That, yeah, I was gonna say well, you got rid of that. They're right? gone. Yes, they're gone. Where are they at? In your basement? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we probably use them. It puts the soap. So the officer got out and was looking in the window, and I saw her looking at the mannequin, Cormier said. He said he went out and spoke with the officer who confirmed a caller had apparently mistaken the mannequin seated at the table for human customer. Police spokesman John McLeod confirms the officer recalled the restaurant Thursday morning on reports of individuals not following public health directives. This honestly just angers me. Officers attended and found there were no issues or violation at the time. Cormier posted a photo of the restaurant's Instagram page showing the mannequin with the police cars in the background. <laughs> Please don't call the police on us. We are only open for takeout and delivery. No eat-in. She's a mannequin to help with social distancing, he wrote. 
How does the mannequin help with social yeah. distancing? Because I guess people avoid the mannequin. Well, I guess it really doesn't make sense if they have if they're not allowed to eat in any way. Shane apparently like a, doesn't avoid right. mannequins. Right? Yeah. <laughs> hey. yeah, that wouldn't work on Shane. <laughs> Mind if I join taken. you? <laughs> You're not saying no. <laughs> No, I like so. So I said the same thing last week or last time that our our first episode. Like, how is it that certain stories are like newsworthy? So not only is it is it enough that we're like have to report on you know violations of COVID restrictions, but now we're going to report on a false alarm. Right. COVID violation. In my defense, I did look up odd news. I didn't look up good news. Mm. Right. Well, mm. but it's still like, you know, like there's a lot of things that they could have reported on, but no, they just went with that. Which, right. here's my deal. This is supposed to be lighthearted. I don't like, want to hear any more about ma- mannequins. If you are driving by a restaurant and you see somebody sitting in there eating, keep driving. Yeah. Mind your own business. Right. Well, so did you see that video that uh, Kev on stage had on, Kev on uh, Twitter? No. Oh, which one? Of the of the woman that was like harassing the kid that was skateboarding. And yeah. She's like following him around. And so his whole point was like, why is it that you are making other people's business yours? There's like this thing in culture that's yeah. like, I just feel that Obligated I can insert to, myself yeah. into mm-hmm. other people's. Like adult tattletales. Right. Like seriously, <laughs> it costs zero dollars to mind your business and move on with yeah. your life. Right. It really does. Right. And... That mannequin was hot. Uh, all right, you know what? Let's 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 do a little bit of Bible mm. right now, just to kind of offset everything that you have brought to this episode. That's probably a good idea, right? Or episode two, as we call it in the biz. Right, right. Uh, so Maybe last episode week dos because this is Cinco de Mayo. Oh, it is Cinco de Mayo, isn't it? Cinco. I wish I knew we what episode was in Spanish. You know, as the guest. You should have brought tacos. Exactly. Or nachos. Sorry. You That's actually the tradition. I like I did most of the work that when I got here, actually. That is the tradition. <laughs> You're right. Starting on episode trace. Ooh. Mm. Look at John go. See? We should have him back. I know we should. Once he studies more about Indonesian weddings. <laughs> right. <laughs> so we started in the book of James last week, and we read the first few verses. And so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to skip down to verse 12. So we're still in chapter 1. And we talked last week about uh, how it says rejoice in when you face trials of various mm-hmm. kinds. And so we talked a little bit about like just the challenge of that and how that's like not yep. our, what our default response is oftentimes. So I'm going to skip ahead to verse 12. It says, blessed is the one who perseveres under trial because having stood the test, that person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. So what what I want to focus in on with this verse or what I want to look at is the idea of persevering and how like, you know, it's not uh, persevering. It's always one of those things that it sounds good. But then when you're actually like walking through trials and you're walking through adversity, persevering, it, it, it's not so fun. And so we talked about it's coincidentally you brought up Rocky. Because I was, I was actually, I had Rocky written down. I was kind of like, oh, right. I'm like, I want to, I want to talk a little bit about Rocky because you know this is like a man-ish podcast, and so I think it's, I think it's important to talk about you know movies like Rocky. And so one of the things 
that I really liked about Rocky, and and I recently was uh, I got hooked on this uh, book uh, that uh, Chris, friend of ours, also got hooked on of uh, David Goggins book and he talked about how inspirational Rocky was and one of the things and he talked about this one scene that I've always liked in the first Rocky and how in the, in the last fight uh, Rocky's just getting beat up he's just getting and he gets keep he gets knocked down everybody's telling him to stay down mm-hmm. and he gets up and he just it was he like got knocked down but he got up again yes he did never gonna he did hey down. you know what I didn't interrupt your segment how about you not you interrupted my segment like 48 <laughs> times <laughs> But so he so he got he gets up and and the scene is that when Apollo like has his back turned and he like raises his hands like he won the fight and then he turns around and he see that sees that Rocky like got up and made the ten count and he drops his hands and he just kind of slumps his shoulders and he just kind of looks down and like shakes his head and it's just like that the fact that Rocky got up like was just enough to like take all mm-hmm. of the wind from Apollo he just he had given up at that point he's like there's nothing that I can do like he's gonna keep getting up no matter what I remember that because that's when he kind of like just shrugged his shoulders and shook his head yeah yes I remember that yeah and he just like he's like no matter what comes at him he's gonna keep moving forward and and like and I think that's what perseverance is is it's not so much figuring out how to uh, how to fix something or how to solve a problem but it's just about like continuing to move forward no matter what. And I think mm-hmm. any kind of forward progress, that's, yeah. that's what perseverance is. In, in the later Rocky documentary, Rocky Balboa, um, because this is all true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so it's a series of it's documentaries. Yeah. Um, and so one of the things he says to his son is he says, is he says it's not how, about how hard you hit, it's about how, how, how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. Mm-hmm. And I think that as men, that's something like, like we face adversity, we face trials, we want to like fix it. We want to like solve the problem. But what this is telling us is it's saying that blessed is the one, which is kind of a callback to the Beatitudes. So that's one of the things that James, you know, is, is, is kind of interesting how, how he uses that same phraseology that Jesus used is blessed is the one who perseveres under trial. So it's like just moving forward. And it's not so much about how, how much you can hit back. It's not how much you can solve problems. It's not how it, it's just can you continue to move forward despite what you're what you're facing, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's really what the key of perseverance is. It's just continuing to move forward. I mean, we've talked about like, you know, John, I know you've been like getting into running mm-hmm. and all yes. that. Shane, we've talked about this too. It's just like it's like it's not fun. Like yeah, a lot of times, it's, it's not. not. I, keep, I was just thinking about that last night, because or the not last night, the night before. I ran. It was rainy, right? Yeah, yeah. Monday, yeah. Uh, and I was going to do it outside. And the treadmill, it's harder because you sit there and stare. Yeah. At the freaking at clock. all that. So yeah. I put like a block up, and I was just like, oh, this is not fun. I'm like, why do people do this? But it is gratifying, though. There and is. And how do you feel when you're done, though? Feel good. Yeah, I do feel yeah. good. I mean, I, I feel I'm good. I'm so glad I did this. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it's just about putting one foot in front of the other and continue. And, and even, like, in your runs, like, sometimes it's, you, you know, you'll have some, you know, within the course of, like, one or two weeks, you'll have some runs that are pretty good, some mm-hmm. runs that aren't as good, but it, it's about continuing to do them. It's about mm-hmm. continuing that habit and just persevering through it. That's how you're going to see progress. So I'm going to move down to, to verse 14 because this, this one I really want to talk about. 
So, so verse 13, it says, When tempted, no one should say, God is tempting me. For God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he tempt anyone. But each person, and this is verse 14, but each person is tempted when they are dragged away by their own evil desire and enticed. How easy is it? So I, I think it's interesting they talk about the first step of being tempted is being dragged away. And I think that as men, it's so easy for us to convince ourselves that we don't need to place a high value on community and on mm. being with others. And, and, and it's so easy to kind of push everybody away, stick to yourself, isolate. Yeah. And, and that's, that's when the enemy is going to start tempting you. That's when temptation is going to come in. And so it's interesting that it's, he gets dragged away. And so that means that, that if that is what the enemy is using to tempt us, that means that we were designed for community. We're designed to be in partnership with each other because we know we're going to face adversity. We know we're going to face trials and temptations. And we know that perseverance of just moving forward, um, you know, so, and, and that's why I've really appreciated you know, just kind of the, you know, as we've been trained for this, for this race coming up and just kind of looking at, 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 you know, moving forward together, that's kind of part of it is it's like, it's so much better to do it in community with other, with other people. And John, I know that you've mentioned before, like about how with your work schedule, you know, a couple of years ago, it was really easy to go to work, you know, and then just go home. But it's like, yeah. there was, there were, it was so much better to be part of, you know, community and be in connection with other people. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I do. I think it's important to have that friend group, people you can account for, you know, can account, keep you accountable and then keep them, you know, in line also. But like you said, like when you're by yourself, I feel like that's, yeah, when the most sin can come in because that's whenever it's just you and, and yeah. God, it's just you and God. And so it's like, what yeah. whatever you're going to do there could be worse yeah. than what you're going to do with surrounded by some friends. Yeah. And it's really, it's crazy to me because people have like growing up, I've heard preachers be like, well, if you can't be accountable to God, then, you know, this or that, or you, you know, because let's face it, we don't see him. So it's easy to say, and it's not a sin. It's not wrong to have, because God will use other people in your life to keep you accountable. That's how he works. He partners with people. So it's easy to sit there and, you know, tell people you got to be accountable to God. You don't love Jesus enough if you don't do this or that, or, you know, you're not as strong of this, but God allows us to use, like he uses other people like right. your friends to keep you accountable. And that's how he works. So that's okay. It's okay. If, if you've struggled with something or, you know, you're, you're lacking in an area of your life and you're like, man, I'm not accountable. Yeah. You should be accountable to yourself. But part of that is partnering with people that can help strengthen you yeah. and help, push you forward because I know like in our friend group like it's made the difference of like when I'm like on my own journey of just trying to get healthier and things like that it's easier to do it when I know that I can pick up the phone and send a Marco Polo to you guys and be like hey it's pouring down rain and I had no clean clothes today but I am out walking the streets getting my morning uh, workout in in my boxers right Right. (laughs) And which is which is a separate problem. Yes, but yeah. it's good that you're out there, right? And I've got a court date next month. Right. <laughs> right. I need you guys know. there with That's me. That's good to know. We we want to support you in yes. keep in that Marco community. Polo from the neck up too. Okay? <laughs> That's right. yeah. Yeah. But I, it's true that you have like it has made a difference. I think for all of us, like in these areas, where like 
you know, there's some of us who have just started running again and, and things like that. And you can tell in the group that people are like, oh my gosh, I went from this at, you know, two months ago and this month I'm doing this. And now like Jason's talking about doing a 5k and a 10k all in the same day, right, right. Right. mainly because he's a people pleaser and he can't say no, <laughs> Right. but well, I, I don't think I actually, you are not a people pleaser. I'm, no, I'm not. No, I'm certainly not that, but I was saying, I think I've kind of gotten out of the full 5k in the morning. I don't okay. think I got to do oh. the full 5k in okay. the morning. So that's good. That's no. So, so the other thing too, and I'm just going to, you know, like say this. So I think, I think it's very easy, not just for men, but I think just people in general, but it's very easy because uh, we talk about it, the importance of being in community, it's very easy to like to come in, arrive at church like five minutes before it starts or five minutes after it starts, sit through a service, and then be the first person out the door, and to think that you're a part of the community. Right. And while I understand, and like I've gone through seasons of my life to where I just want to be anonymous in the crowd, and mm. and and I get how that's a very tempting thing to do. And we go through seasons of life and seasons of hurt and struggle to where that's the best that we can do. But I, I think you're fooling yourself if you do that habitually and you think you're part of the community. Yeah, that is a yeah. short term for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I, think, I think really it comes down to authentic relationships with each other and not kind of retreating away and not fooling yourself into thinking you're part of the group. And, and one of the ways, and this is why, you know, as a, as a pastor here at the church, it, it, we talk about serving and we talk about giving and tithing. And a lot of times that's what, you know, turn people off from church because mm-hmm. they're like, oh, they're just, they just need help they in the want money. Yeah, yeah. They just want money. They just want, you know, help in the nursery or they just want, you know, and, and those are real needs. I mean, the, 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 those are, those are things that churches have legitimate needs for. But really the bigger reason is because we know that that's, that's often how, how you can open yourself up mm-hmm. and relinquish part of the control you want to have in your life and allow God to work in your life and through you. It's not just because we need someone to come in here and help you know chase around toddlers. It's because when you serve, you're connecting with the person that you're serving with. You're connecting yeah. with the ministry. You're building relationships with the kids. You're going to know. It's like that helps bring you out into the community with other people so it's true so yeah, yeah. so you know so we gripe about like serving and tithing and all that but there's there's a reason behind it there's like there's you know real disciplines that we want to see people grow in their walk with jesus yep and with that too surround yourself with people who will challenge you <clears throat> and will not just be yes men hmm. like surround yourself with people who are going to say hey i've noticed this or when you talk to them, like say, you know, have these people that you can fight in if you're going through something with your marriage or with your kids, right? That will look at you and and lovingly tell you, "Hey, I think that you probably should have handled yourself different, or hey, have you considered this?" Rather than being somebody to complain to, be some like go to those people to genuinely who want to invest in your life and care for you and so your families. Is this your way of? telling me how much you appreciate me in your life absolutely not again we almost didn't do this podcast because you're a jerk yeah well you said something outlandish Uh i said nothing outlandish you said something outlandish and i had to honeymoon's over right that honeymoon phase is gone that is gone all right well that is that is our devotion for this episode so I have a new thing I'd like to do before we transition into the Ask the Man. Okay. Portion. Ooh, I like Ask that. The Ask the Ask Man. Ask the Man. Yeah. 
That's Ooh, John, me. you're the man. Ish. <laughs> We're the ish. I Honestly, think. out of the three guys here, it, John's right, the most manly. Right, he is. That's true. I, I'm second. Uh, you're, you're clearly last. You're second. Um, you sat there and sneezed because you have allergies. I have sinus issues, okay? It rains. Okay, you can't have sinus issues and be more manly than me. I'm sorry. That just doesn't work. Absolutely, I can. However, John, can you tell me what your inseam inch is on the shorts that you're wearing right now? I don't know. They're like These are gym shorts, so. Oh, okay. But it's probably a nine. If he knew it's his inseam, I would have told him. probably a nine. You know what? Never mind. He is the third manliest right. Hey, hey. All right, what's your, uh, what's your, what do you got, Shane? Uh, dad joke of the week. Ooh, all yeah. right, let's hear it. Or when, however long we put these out. Okay. Could be the month. Okay. Could be right. dad joke of the episode. Second, how about, yeah. how about yeah. the episode? Dad joke of the episode. Right. All right, let's hear it. Did you know that the creator of the umbrella was just going to call it Umbrella, but he paused? I heard this one the other day. What was, didn't you say that? Hold on, Jason. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. Um, um, brella. That's a good one. Yeah. That's, that's good. a good that one. I like up. it. That's right. I like it. That's right. My son also told me a uh, pickup line that he was going to start using. Ooh, what's uh, that? Nope. I'm not going to repeat it. And oh. I told him that um, we need to have a talk. When I get <laughs> How old is he? Which one? S- 17. Ooh. And he just got his license on Friday and drove hey, congratulations. up here uh, to yes. do what he had to do while we were recording this. Is that why you were late? I was three minutes late. You were yes. like five minutes late, and then it took you. Like I was expecting like, yeah, the full setup. Like just exactly. walk in, you hand me like a water and like a right. He had to bring you know or something. How about a thank you, Shane, for bringing all this gear up here, <laughs> setting it all up, getting it all put together, and you calling people smarter than me to know how to set it up. Quit being this is the like a basket you would store man. baby hand soaps in. Right, exactly. It's true. <laughs> all right. All right. So, uh, so this part of our episode, we want to hear about being manly, and we need to learn about being manly. And so, John, you your area of expertise is in uh, how would you describe? It? I, I I don't want to belittle it and say that it's lawn maintenance. Yeah, I mean, uh, like keeping. horticulture. Horticulture. Yeah. Why there would we you go. Even that's a good. Say that. you know. That's a good. I I qualified it with I don't want to <laughs> belittle it. Why did you have to say anything? Because I had to introduce John because you're looking at your phone and refusing to be a part of this My son was segment. texting me about leaving and heading home. I told him, be careful. Daddy loves you. Oh we're in the middle of... We're trying to be professional. Anyway, John. <laughs> yeah, this the is not what that is. <laughs> horticulture, so, yeah. So yeah so turf like, management. Turf management. I like that. That's a good one. So, so... Uh, so, so this is what you do for a living, and you've, you've done this for how many years? Oh, like 20 years. Wow, okay. Ooh, how old are you? 38. He does not look 38. No, he doesn't. I'd give him a solid 25. Ooh. Right. Yeah, and with that voice. Yeah. Wow. The beard hides half. Right. Hides the age. Oh, yeah, I feel you there. There yeah. you go, yeah. So, so what's your uh, responsibilities in your, uh, at work? <clears throat> um... The day-to-day responsibilities, uh, like setting up the golf course, uh, and then uh, making sure everything is getting cut by people that it's supposed to get cut by, not the right, wrong right. mower. You know, there's different different mowers that are mowing. Wait, wait. How many mowers do you have? Do I have? Like, we have at work? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Probably 35 or 40. Like, do each of them do something different? Uh, I mean, yeah. We have green, like... 10 to 15 greens mowers that 
or for the greens, but we don't use them all at once. You know what I'm saying? No, because isn't all grass green? Yeah, but the green, the plain green. Okay, fair enough. I don't golf. It mows Clearly. at the low, the shortest height, and then it steps that up from I the understand. collar to the surrounds. But yeah, right. we have larger right. mowers. They might mow at the same height, but they can't handle the change in ground, the undulations and stuff like that. So it might scalp. So undulations, oh horticulture. <laughs> turf Sorry, ladies, undulation. he's taken. He is taken. <laughs> Beth yeah. is beaming with pride right now. Like, she listens I'm to sure. this. Did you hear that word used? Oh, man. And he needs to get into radio. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so you've done that for an, a, a number of years. So, if I, so I'm just, you know, I am a, uh, a, just an average guy that mows his grass and, like, that's that. But yet, the past couple of years, I've been trying to grow a greener lawn. Mm-hmm. And fewer weeds, fewer dandelions, all that kind of stuff, more grass. So what are just some some basic tips that you would give somebody that is trying to have a, a, a well-maintenanced lawn? Okay. Um, you know, we live in what we call in the biz, a transition zone, where we deal with all types of weather extremes. That's true. We do. We From do. the cold, cold to the hot, humid Yes, you know that is true and uh maintaining a green lawn can be different there's a lot of different uh types of grasses that thrive in different types of season like warm season cool season you right. know and don't handle being in a frosty cold frozen situation very long like a bermuda grass which okay. you'll find that warmer before you list any other types of grass <laughs> shane how many types of grass can you name I can name Besides Bermuda. <laughs> I can name Kentucky no, You're Googling. Are you Googling? No, I'm not Googling. You I've got a paper. Out. I printed some stuff out. I do have a question, though. Oh, hold on. You're, getting, you're avoiding. So Kentucky. Kentucky. All right. Crab. Crab. That's a weed. That's a weed. It's crab grass. I'm sorry. I feel like weed. I get a. It doesn't I get a, count. Okay. It's a weed. Um, Scots. <laughs> I can yes. name. I think I can name at least one other. Okay. Fescue. Yes. That's a that's Fescue, a type. Yes. Mm, you made that up. J- the guy that is the horticulture turf management in the biz. He, he knows about undulations. He made it up. Fescue. Grass. Yeah. Some liars. All right. What were you gonna ask? Um, if I have, can I have say Kentucky bluegrass in Wisconsin? Is there like any laws or penalties <laughs> against that? No. He's uh, been saving that joke. Yeah, so I can tell he's I wrote excited. that down on Monday, weeks. guys. <laughs> yeah, for two weeks when we first said, no. oh, we're going to have John on here. He's like, I can't wait to tell him this joke. He's going to love it. It would actually it's do well in Wisconsin because so, bluegrass does do bluegrass. well with a cooler, less hot, humid climate. So here's my question. Do these things that the name of like the Kentucky Blue, does that originate in Kentucky? And That's then a good question. I'm not sure up. about that. They might. It might have started Kentucky. That's a good question. So how do they... Does crabgrass... Come from crabs? <laughs> from the crabs, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Might be the way. I don't know. Those are from the beach. That's seaweed. <laughs> um, so we get the grass seed. Okay, how do they make the seed? They make they make it. 
tape. Hit me with dumb questions. I, I mean, I don't know the exact process, <laughs> but I will tell you. This is crap. I always wondered as I'm laying seed in I'm the yard. I'm here. Like, how do they? How do they make the seed? I'm like trying to actually ask some intelligent questions. I mean, they probably like, harvest can, it just like they normally would from like some sort of. Do they like, like cut up of, the grass into tiny bits? Like, where does grass seed come from? Well, grass, if you let it grow long enough, will well, seed out a eventually. Grass oh, like a seed head will form, and there will be seed and so like if you let it seed out long enough it'll just keep seeding itself thank like in you those for natural that areas. that was a legit question i had no freaking clue that where it came like from the least helpful question <laughs> and, and as he gave me the answer out. i'm like this is probably stuff i learned in like fifth grade science that i just it might have been what to. you learned in sixth grade health class no, that was right. not. That was, anyway, no, we're not so even going to Seed prices are going up, by the way. Corona well, messed up all seed for this. Really? It's going to be expensive. The shipping that. and maybe the press, like everything is going to be a lot. It's like buying a, buying a house. So, yeah. so what is, so if I'm, if I'm just the, the average guy that's trying to green up my lawn, what are some things that I need to know? Well, right now, if you haven't pre-emerged or anything like that you could you could see it now and try and get it to grow up in the spring but it might start to get a little warm but you know so so i've got a lawn so i'm gonna throw grass seed on it like that will help it would help you could do it right now if you wanted to i mean have just some grass come up but you might fight some weed growth so you'd need okay. some sort of all-purpose you know weed weed killer there's stuff in the store is fine Usually the active ingredient is like uh, 2,4-D. I can't say what the D word is. Oh, like yeah, die. it's like one of those like 10-letter yeah. words. Is it a curse? And they all kind of have like the same pre-mix, so you mix it yourself. <laughs> it could be a curse word. If I try to say it, it might be a curse. Do you get a dump button on here? No. No, no we don't. might this need is, that at some point. This is all <laughs> everything yeah, that's said. But no, I mean, fertilizing <laughs> is important because that is like a natural way to keep like weeds out because if you have your healthy graph grass growing then the right, weeds right. won't be as easy right, to approach so I, in yeah so you I, start with a fertilizer yeah or seed and you can still seed on top or fertilize on top of your seed and so i think one, one of the things that you had said to me at one point is that the best way to control weeds is by having a healthy root yeah. system grass root system mm -hmm. and so that really as much as you hear about like weed and feeds and stuff like that like which those are good but Really, the best way to prevent weeds is just by having a healthy root system. Yeah, and that you will need to spray like some of it. But yeah, I mean that's what like fertilizer. Like, I don't know if you're familiar with like a bag of fertilizer has like an analysis on it. Three, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Three numbers or whatever, and they are like nitrogen, and that's what helps things like get green or whatever. Right. Like if you want, if something's looking like a little peakish, a little yellow, you're like, oh, I need like a heavier nitrogen. Like if it's looking yellow, like you might right. I need some nitrogen in there. Like or whatever. nitrogen, like what they use in Fast and the Furious to make their cars go faster, like NOS. Uh, I mean, not in gas form, no. <laughs> I guess it's still I mean, nitrogen. This could be a thing. It's it's not okay. <laughs> Proceed. I'm just the <laughs> eye candy here. Yeah, nice the, phosph the phosphates. That one didn't land. Nice try, Shane. <laughs> or phosphorus and the potassium. That's what helps promote like root growth. Okay. Like those will get in, you know, like you put out a granular, systemically get in and help like the roots. The nitrogen's more of like a top level green and everything up. So you can go off those. So if you have like a 15015, it's got a good, like, well, for instance, we just fertilized greens today because we aerified. Right. So we use a 12312. Explain the, to Shane what you mean when you say aerify. 
We pulled cord. I'm going to guess this. You took that little thing with the spikes in it and the wheel, and you aerated the, the lawn. Kind of, yeah. I mean, we do wow. a little bit more, yeah. little bit more right. technical. Well, when I thought you couldn't screw things up more, you <laughs> go and <laughs> totally ridiculous. You couldn't get any dumber. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, a good fertilizer regularly, yeah. not when it's too hot. Like, you got to so, watch yeah, the so weather. The, is it like springtime? This is like about yeah, you want to, Yeah, you could do it now. And then just like if you get a cool span where it's not going to be, you could do it throughout the summer, but not too much. Like, it'll tell you, like, just read, you know, the directions. I know it's not a manly right, right. thing to do, but it will say, like, if it's a slow release, some are quick release. Gotcha. You know, some will be like slowly feeding. Like right now, like if you had a slow release, all the rain will maybe pick like speed that process up gotcha the so is, is there a rhyme or reason about when to mow your yard like if it's to, like, too notes. tall too short like, yeah i mean you don't want to cut off like over like two inches i mean it'll come back but it'll be yellow like that's like the two inch rule so like if you so have a six inch inches? yard and you want it down to like two inches I would mow it like twice. I wouldn't just take off like four inches. Okay. Like, I don't know if you saw the beds that we decided out there. They got those right, way right. too long. Way right, too they long. Are. But that's going to need a gradual step down. Okay. Okay. But yeah, and you don't want to, I see, you know, I'll leave work, whatever, hot afternoon. And I see these right. guys like blazing through yards, the lawn companies, like at four in the afternoon, just like, right. it's called wilting. Like the, you see the grayish purplish haze over grass. Yeah. It's, yeah. That means it's hurting. So, and then you so, go to cut that grass. It's not. So what's the what's the best time of day to cut your grass? I mean, just I mean, if it's a cool day, I mean, whenever, but just not when it's hot and humid. You'd wait till the, maybe the sun goes under a little bit, or in the morning before noon. Oh. You know, like we'll usually stop <clears throat> when it gets hot. Well, guys, quit mowing rough, like our our taller grass. Right. Uh, yeah, by like ten o'clock or something like that. Huh. Just because. That's interesting. So, all right, another question. I'm learning a lot here. So why are you looking at me when you say that? Because I just want to make sure that you're not about to tell another one of your dumb jokes. No, because I just that was my way of saying. Yeah, well, that's hey, a little hurtful. About to, um, okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> as long, whatever keeps you quiet. So, so uh, in the fall, how is there any benefit to leaving dead leaves on your yard? Or, um, like for if you a chop them up. Yeah, if you mul- you can mulch. Okay. Uh, and then we mulch all our leaves uh, to a certain extent. Um, you don't want it to like cover, like mat, be like matted right. in certain right. areas. Yeah, I you know. Yeah, I assume you want. But, but like, yeah, I mean, it provides like micronutrients and like different things like that for the soil. You know, so like, break down. So, so what you're saying is, so like going over your yard, but yeah, leaving, them up. you know, chop them up, mm-hmm. leave them there as long as it's not enough to like mat. Yeah, and then like if there were to be like a lot whenever you come to the spring and you pre-emerge, everybody should pre-emerge early in the spring. You could break those spots free so you get coverage. Right, right. But yeah. Wow. I tell you, see, big words. I know. This was the right. This was the right person to. This was the right person to bring in here. Yes. One. Did you get another question? Well, I do have one last question. Oh boy. Is and this might just be personal preference. Is it better to weed eat before you mow or after? Or Ooh. does it matter? Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't really matter. Um, like I would probably do it after. Like yeah, I'd probably just do it after. Because I did it after for like years and years. So I would like, like would, I mean? would mow and then I would weed eat. 
But then I got into the habit, and I don't know why I did it, but just one day I like I, I used the weed eater first. And that like changed my life. It's a game changer because you're like, I get yeah. done with the hardest, I was gonna say, stupidest but, part first. Yeah. But if you don't do it the right way, then you got to go back over it again if you miss some spots with the mower. Right. So. Right. That's what I think. That's a good idea because it does suck to weed eat. It does suck. It's and right. so, like, if you get that out of the way, yeah. I don't think it yeah. matters. Can we just say that weed eaters nowadays that you buy suck? They well, never yeah, I got start. A battery. They never I got a battery powered one. I need to get one, and and I am pleased with it. I should do that. They, there's some vast improvements on blowers and stuff, so especially yeah. for homeowners, because that that was, I I don't like the gas. Like yeah, it sits all winter, and then you got to deal with right. the gas. So I mean, I yeah, they've. I wish Chris tried <clears> to talk <throat> me into getting a um, battery powered one. Oh, you totally! Just, I got the one that Chris has. Yeah, and so, it's, no, it's yeah, perfect for the size of the yard. Like, that I have. You know what? I, I don't want to <laughs> run out of battery in the middle of using this and this and that, and I so, regret it. To I this remember day. doing my parents' yard, and we had the actual green and yellow weed eater. You remember that? Yes. Brand. I yes. Had like Fourteen extension cords. Yes. From the side of the house. Uh, <laughs> I've never oh, found. That. I yeah. got the cord. I hit the cord, and then my dad and would restringing that. the weed eaters. Like oh, yeah. So the oh, one yeah. that the that one that is. I got the battery powered one, and this is part of the advantage of weed eating first, is that. If you do like oh. run out of battery, you can charge it while That's you're mowing. Yeah, but, yeah, but it um, it is the easiest thing to load with new with fresh line. Quite, I mean, yeah, they, they have made some advancements, advancements since that. I mean, it is like, yeah, it's a game changer. All right, last question. So, two schools of thought, or at least two schools of thought that I'm aware of bagging your grass or leaving it on your lawn mm. i mean kind of same thing as the leaves like it's fine i mean you don't really need to bag it but if it's like you're bailing it off you don't want right. to leave it but you could blow it around but a little bit and yeah. just kind of spread it okay yeah no i mean that's yeah so would not. you say if you like the way you cut it you don't gotta bag it up <laughs> that's enough Sean. that's enough <laughs> Cool. Well, this has been this is this is helpful. So we have one more segment that I would like to do to finish up. Oh, please, oh. that's okay. Oh no, it totally is because you haven't had enough airtime. <laughs> oh, somebody's jealous. Oh, I'm sorry. Who's got the more? I wonder. You guys were gonna call this mannish, but on my notes I put the Jason and Shane podcast. Why does Jason? I don't know. That's what I was gonna huh? see. I like that. Up that. <laughs> All right, so we're going to quiz John on some oh. man. Oh, yeah, we talked oh. about this. Yeah, yeah. this is good. This yeah, is good. see, we talked about this. Yeah. Uh, we're going to test your movie quote Ooh. knowledge for Ooh. potential manly movies. Can I play too? Yes, you two can play. All right, so first quote Calling it your job, don't make it right, boss. Hmm. Man. This is an old one. Okay. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say Tombstone? I don't know. No, it's not Tombstone. I'm going to say, is it something, uh, maybe Scarface? No, it's Cool Hand Luke. I mean, oh, I was thinking like a, you know. okay. Yeah, yeah I, it's an older. That's like, a good one. Yeah, yeah. a couple guys. Okay. Um, I'm going to amend this one because there's Please. a dirty word in there. Mm. Yeah, we don't have a bleeper. Bleep. King Kong ain't got bleep on me. Ooh. Mm. That sounds familiar. One of my favorites. Oh. Man, Fast and King Furious Kong. or something? No, I thought no. you were Fast and Furious. I, I, I do love the Fast and, and Furious movies, and the new one's coming out. Like, uh, uh, man, I'm 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 at a loss. Training Day. Uh, uh, I like that movie too. I, that's I, a good I, one. You know, I have I've never seen that one. That's I've a never good movie. seen Training Day. Uh, 
Okay. I haven't seen it for a while, though. I've come here to chew bubblegum and kick some bleep, and I'm all out of bubblegum. Oh, that's the one with uh, Roddy Piper. Yep. Roddy Roddy Piper, the aliens or something. Yep. I don't know the name. I'm not going to get any closer than that. They Live. They Live. Man, I wouldn't have got the name of that. But yeah, I do know the movie, yeah. Um, Roddy Roddy Piper. Let's see here. Is Is he dead? Did he die? Uh, I I haven't heard. Nobody called. I saw. I think he might be dead. Actually, I'm gonna look that I up. I thought they had like A and E or something. Has like all these later. wrestling. Here's biographies. a Go here's ahead. a newer one. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Nice shooting, Tex. Super Troopers. No, <laughs> <laughs> that would that would be a good guess. Yeah, he been. died in in 2015. Okay. Wow, that that one was from Ghostbusters. Oh yes, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, um, Bill Murray. Right? Bill Murray. He said that. Uh, let's see here. I'm trying to find one that's like a more of a well-known movie. Um, Ghostbusters was such a yeah cult following. Okay, how about this? One time I wrestled a giraffe to the ground with my bare hands. And these are manly movie, right? Manly. This movies. one's not as manly. Okay. It's a. It's I it's would man-ish. say it's a manish movie because like guys love to watch stupid. Stupid humor. Right. Joe Dirt or something? Step Brothers. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That makes yeah. sense, yeah. Um, a lot of quotes from that movie. Asta La Vista, baby. Oh, that's Terminator. Terminator. Not, you got to get the specific one. Terminator 2. The Terminator. It? Oh, The Terminator, that's yeah, right. Terminator 2, one, Judgment the Day. The Terminator 2, Judgment Day is where he actually said that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. No, the first one he said, I'll be back. Oh, that that's was, right. That that's was right. in The Terminator, and it was just a, a passing line right. that he said, but it became like... The thing. All right. Speaking of Rocky, last one. You're a disease, and I'm the cure. Oh, 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 oh! I think oh. you just talked about this one oh. the other day. Oh, uh, Cobra. Cobra. Oh, Cobra. Oh, that's a good yeah. movie. Ah, man, that's so good. You're the disease. That's and a good I'm the movie. Cure. Ooh, that was a horrible Arnold Thank impression. <laughs> okay, it's Please not don't Arnold. Do that again. It's Sly that Stallone. Sylvester Stallone. You idiot. <laughs> You're the disease. No? That was I'm good. That was really man. Good. All right, we can't have him back. Right? No, no, this is what's going to happen is we're going to have him on. We're going to have Chris on, and then they're going to branch off, and yep. then they're going to have the good podcast. We're going to have the podcast. Well, well played, sir. Well played. Uh, cool. Perfect. All right. Well, we will call this one. Yeah. A thanks wrap. For yeah, that on. was good. That All was right. good. Thanks for uh, teaching us, and thanks for sharing the headlines. Thanks mm-hmm. for uh, thanks for being here. And I guess next week or the next podcast, because we're not sure how we're going right. to format this. Yet, next time we will have. We're going to have Chris Kilburn Chris. talking about talking guns, gun safety. safety. Yeah, he's going to be teaching us about firearm safety. So here's the deal: if you're listening to this and you're you have reservations about that don't don't email us don't text us don't call us it, no you can email it, shane though no i'll give you jason's email all right like we're talking about responsible safety with guns tune in next time